0: What is up, and welcome back to the podcast, Becoming the Character. I know the audio gets a little echoey um, in the staircase, but I don't know, this is just where I feel most inspired at the top of the staircase overlooking the city of Los Angeles. I mean, it feels like I'm in a, like, a controller room of, you know, Death Star or something, and I'm just overlooking everything that I created, even though I didn't. Um, but welcome back to the podcast. I was just walking, um, you know, to this spot, you know, before I had to go back to the room um, because I actually forgot a book. I want to read an excerpt of Expert Secrets um, to you today because I think it helped help you a lot on your journey to becoming a boss. Um, and I'm going to get into what this episode is about shortly, but, you know, I was walking out here to the staircase, and in, in between the staircase, there's a little balcony area that's completely outside, exposed to the elements, and walking across that balcony area, man, like... I'm from Maryland, and so I'm used to very cold winters, but, man, today in L.A., I've acclimated a lot, you know, so it's sort of cold. It's kind of cold to me now living in California, but tonight it's about 43 degrees, you know, and, you know, I used to walk to work and a lot less than that, but it's pretty, pretty freaking chilly, pretty freaking cold, and I thought to myself, man, like, one day, like, when we or our children have children— Um, We might be chilling with our children, and this might be a hot day. You know, maybe nuclear war breaks out, and you know, clouds block the sun, and you know, every day is below zero. And we can tell them stories and say, you know, like we're in our living room, maybe we buy the fire, we tell them stories, we say, you know, outside used to feel like this. You know, like, oh, no, there's no way. I know people say it, but it's not true. And like, no, yeah, outside used to feel, it used to get hot. It used to be warm, and you could be out there without a shirt, you know, without a jacket, maybe with a short sleeve on and take walks, and there used to be trees, and the sun used to shine. What is the sun? The sun is uh, it's a big ball of light that used to warm and give everything on this planet life. The future could be very, very drastically different. Um not in that way well maybe in that way but in many ways um and you know the person that's uh responsible whether negative or positive for the future that we have could very very likely and and very very likely is someone that's young right now is young and experienced doesn't have power doesn't have control over anything and um may come to power, may come to control, um, and may come to a position where they dictate um, the future of humanity or the lives of a great many millions. Um, that's a lot of what this podcast is about. You know, I read so often the quote from my think Winston Churchill about your finest hour, and when that finest hour comes around, being someone that's qualified to take the reins and lead in, in your finest hour, being somebody that's strong and capable um which is this podcast is an instruction guide it's a blueprint on how to become that person so when that when you when you are the person you make the right decisions or you're not overwhelmed and you know cast aside and having someone else make the right decisions it might be you that decides the fate of the world you know even the person that does it probably right now is thinking yeah maybe but that's not possible they might be thinking it's not them, but it's somebody that was one day just a little child running around. He was an idiot, you know. His teenage years chasing girls or ch- chasing boys if it was a woman, and he didn't think it would be them. You know, you think all of Germany thought that Hitler would rise to power, you know? And I, you know, I I think everyone should go read his his biography, you know, on Wikipedia. You think everybody thought that Germany would, you know, any, just anybody in the world thought that after World War One a kid. Some random kid, without a mommy or daddy, going to art school to become an artist would be, you know, the, the, the essentially the dictator that takes control of the entire country and leads it to war after war, leads it to one of the bloodiest massacres in human history. You would have never thought. When the First World War was going on, and Hitler was just a soldier, just a random number that could get killed on the battlefield... Probably no one thought that he was going to be probably one of the worst, well, the worst figure in human history. You had no idea. Most people, you know, he probably had no idea. No idea at all. You know what I'm saying? The odds of that being him were so infinitely slim, but it had to be somebody. And for the future of our, our lives, it has to be somebody. And the people who put a stop to that, it has to be somebody too, by default. It may very well be you. This podcast is all about preparation. This podcast is all about becoming strong and able, you know, um, becoming the boss, becoming the person that can lead and inspire people towards, you know, the goal that is the ultimate goal for everyone within your party. You know, if that's the stop of World War II, if that's the prevention of global nuclear war, if that's, you know, the, the race to create the greatest AI, the most tame, AI, the most safe AI, whatever it might be, um, you know, when the opportunity to become that leader officially in the eyes of society comes about, you want to be strong. You want to be ready. and You want to be that person. OK. Um, and so with that being said, I want to. You know, boil down to what I think the cornerstone of that person is something I've reiterated, you know, in this podcast many times, but I don't think I've been super, super clear about it even once. And so I'm going to attempt to get super, super clear about it. And for me, that story of uh, that, that idea of what, what, what is, what is that person comes back to when I was young and I was a kid and I just wanted love and, and, and a companionship from a woman. Um, and I remember going in like, this is all, you know, it, when I was very young. You know, middle high school years, even going into high school, just wanting a girlfriend, just wanting to be in a relationship, um, wanting somebody to be a companion in my journey of life. And, I, and, I, and, you know, myself and theirs and somebody to believe I was strong, believe I was capable and join me and in, in, in form a common goal, which is all of the world. You know, whether you're in a relationship and you're the head of a family because you have children, you're organizing people towards a common goal. Whether you're the leader in a company, you're organizing people to a common goal. Whether you're a leader in a football team, a club, whatever. Everything in the world, because everything is created by people, is about the organization of people behind a boss, behind a leader, towards a common goal to where to which they all see this goal as the promised land, to which they all see this goal as a win. That's everything. And so to dominate in any area of life, whether dating, love, financial, the foundation is all comes down to this one principle and so that's why I go back to high school that's why I go back to love because it was more than just relationships i wanted to be popular socially i wanted to you know all these things and so you know i remember um when i was younger getting on the internet in search of the key uh to social prowess to social strength to social status to social esteem and you know as i said in many other podcasts this was before i want to keep this one brief cuz Posted today, December 14th, so that I can keep the streak going. Um, there's this guy that I follow on YouTube. He makes like a little, I uh, know, on Instagram. He makes like little funny Thanos memes. Uh, Thanos, Thanos. I haven't watched the movie, so I don't actually know how the name is pronounced. But one of the quotes that he uses is when Thanos is like, "Uh, I cannot do that again. Um, Kind of random, but I was walking outside just now, and I felt that cold. No, 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 no. That's not what it's about. I mean, I skipped making the podcast yesterday, and I felt bad that I wasn't talking to y'all, that I wasn't reaching out to y'all, and, you know, kind of doing good for the people who listen to this podcast in a way that I know I can. And you know what? I cannot do that again. You know? It nearly killed me. It, it, if you follow him, you know what I'm talking about. It's the black guy. He's, he's funny. You know? But uh, anyhow... What I was saying is I remember just in high school just searching uh, the internet for any content I could to learn how to be socially, to gain social status with a woman that I want to be with but in general. And I came across a lot of pickup artists and um, one of the cornerstones of that time was the RSD collective, um, Real Social Dynamics was a collective of guys that I followed on YouTube and, and a young lady also I believe um, that taught all about real social dynamics, like what are the psychological principles that govern people, you know, and how do you use those principles? How do you learn and then utilize those principles to gain social status so that people can follow you and believe in you towards uh, and, and, and rally towards a common goal, a t- common outcome with you being the boss of that movement? How do you form movements and collectives? Um, and they themselves had done it. They had millions of people, like people who struggled with dating and women and being cool and popular, following them across the Internet um make it ten to, over i think a hundred million dollars in sales eventually um just they, they were like the premier like they were the category king of pickup artists um and so I listened to and followed their content and um you know at first you know it, it was something that was um a struggle to me a struggle to me now, now they're t- um Because there were a lot of there, there were two two forks in a row. At first, you know, I listened to a lot of the the tactics of their you know content, like what it is that you actually have to do. You know, the first thing that I because I wanted the results fast, I wanted to be cool, I wanted to be popular, I wanted to have social status, esteem very quickly, and so I just looked into like like I don't want to be a different person. I don't want to go through this long journey to learn and to become become the boss or do any of this i just want to know what it is like that i can do right now as the little nerdy self little skinny nerd with no swag what can i do right now to get the results that i want and they always like these these like literal tactics to how, how you interact with people you know the push pull the spin spin and brace, and you know uh, uh just just uh, you know I can't remember them like now that I'm actually recording. I'm blanking, but just so many different tactics to interact with people. You know, hold the frame. um, Just, just so many different things. And so at first, because no one wants to go on a long journey of developing and changing and improvement. You know, uh, a lot of the world wants change. A very few percentage of the world has ambition. You know, in many areas of my life, myself included. And so I learned these tactics, and I would go and um, I would, I would. Try a lot of these tactics. And you know, the funny thing about it is, on the front end, well, in first interactions, a lot of these tactics and strategies worked. Like, you could just say the pickup line, you just say that, like, the thing, and like, you would get a little spark of interest, but then it would die away, die down, it would fade. As soon as you would talk to you, they realize, okay, you're not the person that you're portraying. Um, and even in a many cases, uh, because you're not that person, the tactic, even in this origin, origin, wouldn't work, but you would have little, I would have little sparks of success. Like, people thought I was cool, people thought I wanted to be around me because I could deliver one funny line, or do one funny entrance, one funny handshake, you know, one cool this, this, and this, just um, One cool little trick or tactic. Um, but, you know, it would die away soon as people realize, okay, you're just emulating what cool people do. You're just a one-trick pony. You're not actually cool in your being. You're just doing what cool people do. Um, and so I tried the tactics and tried to float that way um for a long time and it, it, it didn't work and um obviously that's something that I was, was dissatisfied and it lead to led to a lot of man I can't even tell you how many embarrassing interactions I had with people just just you know just just copying and pasting the tactics of what they you know what R C D taught what, what real social dynamics taught the tactics of cool people and it led me to a place mentally where I was kind of, like, in a limbo, like, yeah, I can do the thing, and then just kind of, like, run away. Like, I would say something crazy or funny or witty to a group of people, and I just try to walk away because deep down I was like, man, wait till these people actually learn, like, discover who I really am. They realize that, like, I'm faking and I'm not cool and and all this stuff. Like, it was, like, a lot of imposter syndrome associated with that act. It got into the point where eventually that experience, that loop of – you know, waiting for people to discover, or it not working because I'm not actually that way, and you know, putting on this front, it got so burdensome to the point where I was just like, "Screw it!" Like, I'm actually, I'm sorry, my podcast, my recording app, pause. Like, I'm, I'm just gonna go out of my way to actually learn the tactics and strategies, uh, not, not just tactics, but I want to learn overarching strategies that, 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 that gives the power to what it. To what the tactics are to what it is that i'm trying to learn and so you know then i went down the rabbit hole of their content not for what was on the surface but what was the bowels of the content what was the meat of the content what, what power what, what what does it mean to actually transform and become the person instead of just putting on the front and doing the activities and man it was a lot to it to make a long story short within the pickup community um well particularly with Owen Cook and RSD. One thing that they taught that was there was a differentiation between the strategies and tactics. It's what they call inner game versus outer game. What outer game is is literally what you do. What inner game is is who you become and what and what you are. And so you can have outer game. Like you can know that if people are walking like a collective group of people, um this is the experience I had in Ocean City. There was a group of people walking down the boardwalk. Um you know, and I wanted to talk to them. I wanted to associate with a group of people. Uh, outer game is like, okay, you know that you have to turn and walk with them because no one wants their momentum stopped. You know, they want to keep going where they're going, and they'll they'll be cool with assimilating you into that into that motion. I told that story on uh, past podcast. Um, you know, things like. Uh, you know, like how do you interact with people physically, how you touch their shoulders or make eye contact in a way like speak softly so that they might lean in or how do you project your voice in a way that is dominant? Um, just, you know, outer game is like the literal what you do. And then there's a path called inner game. And so I started to learn inner game. And the funny thing about learning inner game is just like this podcast, like there was a lot of tactics, even, which, even within the strat overarching strategy of inner game. But the funny thing is, within those tactics, it was such a recurring theme. It was like a bunch of mini exercises all leading up to the same idea. It was basically like various ways to to work the same muscle. And what that muscle of inner game was teaching, which it impacts all of outer game in the first place, was that essentially in a nutshell, it all came back to the same phrase. It's like when people say, oh, how do I get girls or how do I fit in? How do I do this? You know, like, the cool people who are naturally born that, who are naturally introverted, they just say, oh, just be cool. Just be cool. Just be natural. Just be natural. Just, 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 just calm down. Just kick back. You know, the funny thing is that all these tactics and strategies were a long-form way to say, just be cool. Just be natural. Just kick back. And from that state of becoming somebody, you know, they were exercised to actually become somebody. Because, like I say, um, there are a lot of variables. Um, there are a lot of things Um, that that make you a cool person, like, chemically in your brain. And so these exercises, these tactics that I'm talking about within the strategy of inner game are things like the way you eat, the way you exercise, the way you meditate. These things make you into a cool person. They make you into a confident person. You know, people say that all day. Just be confident. But this is literally the anatomy of what is confidence. And so I remember starting trying these things. And, you know, part of it was the journey that I always mentioned of just wrestling and how that, you know, affecting my body and therefore my brain chemistry, all the things that go into wrestling from meditation, to diet, to exercise, to awesome. like the person that it makes you, not the things that it teaches you to do, but the person that it makes you that powers those things what was important. But like I'm saying, the funny thing is that it all comes back around to the same idea of just be cool, just be natural. But this is like a manual on literally how you do it. And so um, essentially what I learned. Is that, you know, you can do anything in life, you can try anything in life, you can, you can try to deliver any pickup line or anything, but none of it matters until you really have the bass, which the bass, as simple as it sounds, is cool confidence, certainty, you know. And so when I became finally through a series of exercises, not a person that can do a series of things, but the person who was something, the person who was confident, the person who was cool, the person who, who, who had value inherently, you know, um, suddenly the tactics began to work. And that's when I got in my first relationship. And that's why, once people, people started to look at me as a cool person, that's when I actually started to lose friends in my life because they had gotten to, with like become friends with me because they wanted me to be second fiddle in their life. They wanted me to be Robin to their Batman and to be shoe shiners for them. But when I came, not only, like, through wrestling, I actually became a champion, but when I became a champion spiritually, mentally, in my heart, you know, these people started to be like, well, you know, you know, like, friend groups that, like, in friend groups, there's always a hierarchy. You know, there's always the main guy, the main character that we all follow around and think is cool. When I started to become that person, people who are naturally that person, which, when you understand the mechanics and you learn and work to become that person you'll always be better than a natural you know uh when you start to become a natural boss a natural leader and the friend group follows you around and they're not used to being in that that, that second position you know it's like that Drake line man I probably self-destruct if I ever lose but I never do when these people start to lose and you want to be friends with them a lot of them would just you kind of self-destruct and get mad and leave the friend group and cause all sorts of drama and be angry and always take shots at you and try to ruin what you have i had a lot of friends try to ruin my relationship you know do a bunch of crazy things that i couldn't necessarily understand like try to talk down on me or yell at me or get frustrated because i would crack a joke and everybody would laugh at my joke as opposed to theirs or i would pack on them or rap and they would feel like okay everybody liked me more many many of these situations occurred uh Actually, with nearly all my friends, um, because you know it's very, very hard for, and you know, a lot of people who are naturally "quote unquote" bosses—they have a lot of ego—and and when that ego, you know, gets kind of challenges, it, it can be a little hard for them. When people who came from the bottom, who were nothing, you know, you're, you know, you, you came from nothing, so anything is better, and so it's easier to to deal with your ego and manage it uh, when when you've already been humbled so much throughout life. Okay. At, for a long time, you know, I didn't really understand what was happening in, in, in my life. Like, why is, this, why is it that me uh, changing my emotional state by changing my chemical state? Why is it that me becoming confident? Why is it that me becoming able? Why is it that me coming, becoming strong, affected other people? But, um, you know, that's just really because I don't pay attention. Um, Owen Cook and the RSD Collective, they had... Um, a word for it and they would repeat this word over and over and over again and the word or the phrase rather that they would use to describe the phenomenon i I think this is the actual phrase is the law of state transfer transference and the way he described it is this essentially whatever state that you're in um depending on you know um the whatever state you're in if you are more certain about that state because everyone's in a state you might be in a sad state or a happy state um The person, when two people or a group of people interact, whoever is most certain about their state, uh, that state becomes the state of the entire group. You understand what I mean? In every social interaction, you know, one person is more certain, more dominant in their perception of life, in their energy, than the rest of the people involved. And no matter how logical, how rational your state is, and the plans and the justifications and you know the the future that comes out of that state, if you're more certain about your state, you win the social interaction, and people begin to follow you um you know think you know so so and we we developed that from and this is their explanation you know i don't i'm not like you know as experienced this is twenty years of his life he's studying this um but it was like in caveman times you know it was a survival mechanism that we actually develop from you know psychological principles such as you know group think this is you know, I'm essentially describing how group think happens okay when one group you know you can read a lot about this uh, in, in the psychology behind it cognitive biases and all that in this in the book influenced by Robert Cialdini which I've actually read that book it talks a lot about this you know in and in when 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 the mass decides uh an answer is right like six plus six equals twelve if they say it's thirteen most people will go with thirteen um it's all about certainty Um, it's a domino effect like when you're certain and the next person becomes certain because you're certain and then it's two to one and then the third person becomes like it it goes on and on but essentially they say it develops from a a bio you know from from our evolution and mirror neurons and so essentially what happens is you know like let's say we're two cavemen in 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 a bush what mirror neurons allows us to do is to adopt the emotions of others based on based on um what it is that we see you know what, what, do, what is we feel coming from them okay so we can mirror their their emotions and so let's say and this is this, this is why the mechanism comes in handy let's say we're two men chilling by a campfire and your friend he sees a, a saber-toothed tiger in the bush right and so you see on his face absolute shock and horror blood chilling horror because he thinks man we're about to die What do you think you'll experience when you see that look on his face, even if you don't see the threat? We've evolved in that way, you know, in a way that we will feel like, oh, snap, like what is going on? What are you experiencing? We can we can we can instantly adopt that person's emotions because when he takes off, we don't need to see the tiger. We don't need to hear his words. We'll probably be right after you because like, man, something just happened. You know, it's like that funny, uh the funny thing on social media, man. When 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 black people see one black person running, they just start running. You know, like everybody does it. You know, and it's because of these mirror neurons. And so it, you know, even within social standards and social groups, when people, you know, when 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 social hierarchies are formed, um, if 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 one person is very, very certain about their stance everybody else can feel that and naturally they they, they'll follow this person naturally they'll follow this person's opinions this whims his moves and he becomes the lead he or she becomes the leader of that group um and many people are scared to go against the mass once it becomes a mass because this person's energy is infectious because this becomes the in group and anybody who disagrees is now the out group and the out group is the outcast the lone wolf and you know in early human evolution the lone wolf dies so it's kind of a little bit of a backstory of what they call the law of state transfer transference the person who's most certain in a social search circumstance wins and influences everybody else no matter how logical or rational their stance is so one person may come up let's say it's a dictator like hitler he's very 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 certain because you know i believe he was on a series of drugs i think i read in his uh on his wiki, wiki page you know i know it's wiki but come on now Everybody act like, Wiki's well, he's not that accurate, but he's pretty accurate. He, you know, because he was on drugs and because he's a psychopath. Um, that's why I say a lot, they say a lot of great leaders are psychopaths. Because psychopaths are, like, unperturbed by everything. So they have great amounts of certainty um, because they're deluded. You know, um, so he's certain that these people who are Jewish are the reason that whatever, whatever, the downfall of Germany, and so that they should be terminated is essentially what he believes. Now, most people is like, you know, that, that is dumb. That's not a rational thought. But for some reason, an entire nation changed their tune when he was standing right in front of them. It's because no matter how you slice it, no matter how reasonable or rational it is, he's very, very certain this is the truth. And you cannot convince them otherwise, you cannot, you know, persuade them otherwise. And when other people begin to adopt that feeling and it becomes now a mass under group think, when it becomes an in-group, everybody's scared because of evolution to be on the outside of it. And so they follow this man to the bloody ends of the earth. You can even feel it like in, 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 in regular social groups, you know, like when, when you sit around and chilling with your homies, if you tell a joke and you're not certain, you're not confident in that joke. It's just something about the way you look. It's just the timbre of your voice that, you know, makes it not funny. But somebody can say the joke a little louder. Somebody else can say the joke, ah, it's so funny. It's the funniest thing in the world. A pickup line. It's all, it all comes down to certainty. It all comes down to confidence. It all comes down to being strong and solid in your perception. That really is all it is about, and that's all that I want to teach on this podcast the variables that are needed because it is not something that is developed from just willing you to be confident willing yourself to be strong it comes from practice and it comes from getting the correct chemical state okay Uh, unhealthy brains brains that are not extremely fit have a very very hard time manipulating crowds convincing and persuading others it's not just something that you just practice because that's like me practicing the outer game the tactics of influence, the tactics of persuasion—you have to practice the inner game, you know. So when you go out into a crowd, the water in you is not like a river; it's rushing. It's like a pond, calm and without ripples on a summer day. It's about everything that's inside. A lot of people practice the outer game, the tactics and the strategies, and most people don't have success with that because those things are powered by what's inside of you. And um, so that's the only point that I wanted to bring on this podcast. So. I mean, it all comes down to to, to to really certainty. You have to find the methods and the strategies that cultivate the certainty in you that makes other people feel that way, that makes your desires and what it is that you believe in become infectious. There's a quote that says, the mass of men lead lives of acquired desperation. You know, many people are in a very, very desperate, you know, battle, struggle in which you're losing, you know, and they want to be led out of that place. They want a leader to come and say, hey, you know, you might be in a place of desperation. You might be slipping away. You might be quiet, struggling. But you feel my energy? I'm not. And that is also evolutionary. You know, um, if you think about it, you know, you're, you're <laughs> the basis of pickup. And this is what I learned from, you know, the RSE collective is the basic of basis of pickup. Was that you know? Because a lot of people say this like 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 rich rich men, rich men get more girls. Rich men, rich men, you gotta have money to get girls. You gotta have resources and abundance. But truthfully, uh, when we were evolving, cavemen, the alpha male of the pack, whatever you might want to call it, they got girls. But that was before the advent of riches and. You know extreme resources and that you can measure with you know all these fancy tools and items and displays of wealth and things like that like of course they had like more meat and things like that but you meet the alpha outside and away from his hut like you can't really tell even with rich people like they might wear Audemars or but you can't really tell you know there were times in human history where even you know keeping resources like meat like you wouldn't be able to do it because they didn't have refrigerators they didn't have ice so how would you know that this person was the alpha male if he couldn't accumulate resources to show off? You know, the basis of the entire thing is certainty. Because if you are somebody that's the alpha male, if you are somebody that's rich, you know, you have everything in the world. And so what is the loss of this person that you like or that you want to speak to mean to you? You're going to be very calm because if you lose this person, guess what? You have more of them. If you lose money, guess what? You have more. So, you're not going to be a nervous, desperate wreck. You're not living the life of quiet desperation. And it can show through your energy. It can show through your demeanor. That's why certainty is powerful because it's not wealth that does it. You know, it's that wealth and the path towards wealth and accumulating riches and all this thing. Um, it puts you in a, in a, in a, it, it, it often, that path, that journey that you want corrects your chemical state. It makes you certain. It makes you natural. It makes you powerful. And, and, You know, that reflects in your actions and your behaviors, the way you interact with other people. So with the Pickle community, essentially it it did. it, It observed rich people, strong people, people with resources. And all they did was emulate that. What are the behaviors of these people? Maybe we can't get the wealth. Maybe we can't get the rich. Maybe we can't get the resources. But maybe we can emulate how they act. You know, and through the emulation of how they act, they became somebody, not that's rich and wealthy, but somebody that's strong, confident, and certain in their stance. And guess what? They had the same results. And so you might be in a place where you're struggling. You might be in a place where you're in a hardship. But there are millions of people who are living lives of quiet aspirations and they're looking for your leadership. You know, and the funny thing is we go on these long winded journeys in our careers and dating and we get bumps on the head. You know, like for me, for example, I've been going through five years of business failure, ups and downs, taking out loans to pay my rent, you know, um, you know battling back and forth with people just trying to convince them that i'm right on this career thing my parents my brother everybody and with each conversation you know the funny part i've gotten better and better and better and better more knowledgeable more wise more certain more powerful the journeys that we're on are 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 meant for something you know i'm not, i know i'm kind of going off the tracks but you know uh one of the most powerful devices in becoming somebody that's strong and certain you know, is is aspirations. And so, if you're somebody that's somewhere and you're struggling, and you are living a life required desperation, go down that path. Continue towards that journey because the bumps that you take in that journey, you know, are going to make you more certain of the theories that led you down that path in the first place. And once you're certain of those theories and you can prove them in real time, then people who are on that path are more likely, and more, it will be greatly inclined to follow you. It is all. I don't want to make this podcast too long and about too many different points in time, but it is all about certainty. It is all about being absolute in what it is that you're experiencing, what it is that you believe. You know, it's like Naruto man, talk no jutsu is what they call it. He just knows. He, he really feel that way. I'm being kage. Even TV characters, when they're certain, we can be certain in them. We believe in them. We follow them. We cry for them. We laugh for them, like they're real people, but they're not. You know, even even TV characters. ...can play with our psychology because we're so early in our evolution. But in order to make this podcast a little shorter, I just want to wrap it up with... Uh, 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 ...you know, because this is one of the greatest books about influence and being an expert and being a leader and being the boss. N- you know, known to human history. is called Expert Secrets by Russell Brunson. And uh, this is where I learned the most of in my life. Um, the number two rule of being a leader, being the boss... In this book, it's, it's called Maintain Absolute Certainty. Uh, Russell is obviously the leader of a billion-dollar company at this point in time, ClickFunnels. You know, and has one of the, the, probably the most loyal following of true fans in maybe even the history of the internet. Who knows? You know, but it says, it is said that in, maintain absolute certainty. It is said that in any situation, the person with the most certainty wins. I'm not talking to self-confidence. I'm going to skip that part a little bit. Uh, if you want to make impact, you have to be certain. Certainty is what draws people to leaders, to experts. Certain, gaining certainty can take time. It begins with sharing your message often so you can find your voice and become certain in what other, in what you are teaching. This is the phrase that I was just talking about when people are bumping you and saying that you can't do it and questioning you. you know, You learn all your proper justifications. You learn all the objections. You learn all the reasons why you're right. In that process, and so yeah, this is why I encourage people to publish their message, their story daily through podcast, Facebook, blog, Snapchat, on whatever platform you prefer. I want to skip a little bit more. He said, years ago, I was trying to understand what mission I was on and where I fit into my ecosystems. I sent out, I set out on a journey to discover my voice. I started doing podcasts almost every day, uh, publishing, and no one was listening. It's important to understand when you first start, you're posting these for your audience. You're not posting these for your audience. You're posting them for you. Eventually, people will start to follow up, but initially, you can it's so you can discover your voice. Publishing daily is important because you can see quickly what topics and ideas. Soon, you become better, and better at creating and posting things. Da, da, da. As you that, your audience will grow. You'll become more confident, and your message will become more clear. Over time, that consistency will give you absolute certainty, and you'll become your message. And that's kind of what I'm talking about in this podcast. So, the process of, you know, first correcting your neurochemistry, then practicing over and 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 over, over again these things, these these outer tactics that 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 you learn until it's not something that you do, but someone that you are. Um you know, we may think that we're born, you know, meek. We may think that we're born, you know, um whatever way. We may think that the world doesn't want to listen to our ideas or You know, because we may have spoken on topics before and people have turned us down. We may have made jokes in group and people have not laughed. We may think that, you know, just maybe it's not our draw. Maybe we are just not the boss. But everyone thought that that became that person. You know, like I said, Hitler wanted to be in art school, you know, an, an art teacher or whatever artist, you know, and he turned out to be a terrible person. Instead, he should have been an artist. You know, but many, 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 many people feel that way. Um, It's like that Aristotle quote, you know, and I want to read that quote because, you know, it's an important quote, obviously. Um, So here I'm going on Google. It's a quote that governed a lot of what I did for wrestling. It was Aristotle. He said, we are what we do repeatedly. Or rather, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, then, is not an act, but a habit. We are, not we do what we repeatedly do. We are what we repeatedly do. And so to fix your brain chemistry and practice leadership, practice being a boss, listen to this podcast and implement what it is that is teaching over and over and over again, you know, you become that. You know, you aren't born that. You aren't, you aren't groomed into that by parents or society. You become that with acting, with doing, with action, not just by listening to my voice. Okay, so go out today and decide to do the things that will make you confident. You know, they say often that the obstacle is the way. What pains you uh, heading towards that, what scares you heading towards that will often prepare you to be the person that you need to be. And it's because going through the journey and hitting it—that's part, of, you know—that's that's one of the primary things of becoming the boss. You know, facing the things that scare you because they they make you question who you are. And once you beat it, you realize, yeah, I am who I am. Yeah, I'm that person. Wrestling these matches over and over and over and over again—it took me a long time to be a wrestler, and then to be a champion. Winning the first championship didn't make me a champion. It was winning the next, then the next, then the next, then the next. And then people around me started to say, like, okay, like we should probably go to like my coach started letting me coach. He invited me to be be a coach. You know, but that didn't happen overnight. That happened with time. And so, you know, I'm gonna end this episode because I don't want to stretch on too long. I kind of get carried away. I'm real passionate about these types of things. I care. Uh uh Like I said, man, making 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 some of the the, the links that I send y'all to and you know Making some of these episodes was the first time I actually got emotional and came to tears, you know, talking about anything business or anything related to to, to, to business or podcasting. And, and so I care a lot. And that's why I make these things. And so, you know, I want you to take it seriously. I want you to change. I want you to improve. And I want you to do good for the world. Please don't do bad for the world. Do good. You might be the person. You might be the one. You never know. And so... Let's prepare for that moment. Let's sharpen. And so when the future comes, our kids can see the sun. So with that being said, uh, I do want to end this podcast episode. And um, if you want to learn more about correcting your brain chemistry um, so that you feel more like a boss and then exercise, you know, if you want to learn more about exercising the habits, you know, the exercise and the habits that lead to feeling that way, to sharpening you and and, and becoming the best person that you can be, um, you can go to www.becomingthecharacter.com. I went to some of the biggest bosses that I know and asked them if you were nobody tomorrow, if you were meek, timid, and weak like you were when you started, how would you in 30 days become the person you are now? These people are worth, some of them worth multiple tens of millions, millions and millions of followers. And I asked a bunch of them, man, how would you do it all over again from scratch? You know, they break down everything, how you fix your brain chemistry. You know, that's that's the primary thing. How you fix your brain chemistry. I'm not going to go into anything else. You can get that at WW, open your browser, go to your Safari, you know, wherever you go on the internet, go to the top of your page, your URL, where you're into websites, go to www.becomingthecharacter.com. And right on the front page, it'll be um, a video. You don't even have to watch the video because you know what it's about. And down below, it's absolutely free. Just enter your email address, your name, and your email address and click, um, click submit it'd be a red button or a green button or something that says submit and once you submit you'll go to the next page and it'll say thank you and I'll send you an email for when the summons actually want to start and you can get access to these interviews that I did with these people um, and start to learn and become different because I don't really always talk, touch on the tactics and strategies within the podcast but they're all laid out here by people who are better than me at, at this stuff and so you know, go to www.becomingthecharacter.com and register for the summit while it's free and while it's available because these interviews will not be around forever all right so if you want to be better that is what you do today if you want to wake up tomorrow and feel exactly how you feel right now then that's fine too uh you know it takes a long long time for you to be to for you to hate life enough to be at a tipping point and want to change and so with that being said i'm going to head back to the room and talk to my girl maybe watch a movie i think we're going to watch a little i'm not gonna tell you what i'm well we're gonna watch a little madman okay so that being said peace out thank you so much for listening becoming the com. this is dallas's is Wizard's podcast becoming the boss and you know let's start creating the future in the way the way we want to see it done peace out